Okay, today's daf is Yuma daf Laman Hey. We are on the top of Laman Hey. And Aleph, my parva, what is this parva? So we said that the kain would go to the to the base of parva. So Rav Yosef, parva amagusha. Parva was the name of the sorcerer that dedicated this. Uh, he paid for the building or whatever. He used to use this part. So it was called after his name. So the Rishonim debate, why would we call it after someone who did uh, witchcraft? Is it, is it based on, uh, uh, he did Shuva later on, and that's what they called it by, by that name? So that's the question. So the Gemara continues. Pierce Sud and Shabbuts, that they spread a, uh, uh, a sheet of linen to give the Kayin Gadol privacy. So once again, the Gemara asks, Maishna Shabbuts, why do they use Shabbuts? Why do they use linens? In order that people should remember and it should be a simon, that that day is the big day Butz, that it's another reminder that we're not just wearing the uh, big day Kayin Gadol, there's going to be linen clothing as well. So this was a reminder. So comes on the Mishnah, the Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah went through the numbers, how much it was worth, you know, the clothing in the morning, how much the clothing that was worn in the afternoon was worth. So the Gemara said this, the Tan is coming to tell me how to count, 18 and 12 equals 30. We know that. What, what's the, why do you have to write that in the Mishnah? So the Gemara says, that, that uh, the, the baguette of the morning and the afternoon have to equal at least 30 mana. If it didn't equal 30 mana, it's not enough. Uh, you didn't need precisely 18 in the morning and 12 in the afternoon. You had to come out with some number that was equal to more than 30 combined. It could have been 17 and 13. It could have been 19 and 11. But it didn't have to be 18 and 12. But it had to equal 30. Additionally, the Kuliyama yes, everyone agrees, the Shacharadifi, the morning begotten had to be worth more. Now, why is that? So the Gemara says, How do I know that? So the Gemara says, I'm Rav Huna Brader of Eloi, a Makra. The Pasik says, In the morning of Yom Kippur, Parashat Parashat Achrimais, I read the entire Pasik. It says, Kesarin is bad, Kaide Shibash, you're going to say bad, yeah, but sorry, Avnit bad, Yakar, Mitznaf is bad, it's not a pity, Kaide Shibash, Bamayim, Espesari, Ulave Shabbos. What do you see from here? It says bad four times. Muvchar Babad has to be the most expensive or choice linen. And it should be more expensive than the afternoon. So that is how we know. Is there like a special? Uh, who the, the crafts people? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There was a guy who did custom. There was the there was the dresser. I don't know. He did the sizes. Did he sew it himself? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that was one of his jobs. I don't know. I didn't see his contract. Mesve. They asked the following kasha. It says like this. It says in the Revu of Yecheskel. So I believe we read some of this on Yom Kippur and in Haftarah. So it says that So what does this mean? When you say that in the afternoon he wore other clothing. They wore other clothing in the afternoon, which were more chashuv, which were on a higher level. So the Gemara says, no, means they were lower like lower value, like others. It was you know a second secondary mentioning. Acherim means it was cheaper. One more Gemara before we get to some Agadah. So, Tani Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, Amila Shmu Bar Yehuda, Amila Rav Shmu Bar Yehuda, Acher Shekolsa Avodes Tzibor, after the Avodes Tzibor was done, meaning the Kayin Gadol did the Par Shel Tzibor, and he did the Ketairis, so then, Kayin She'asa La'imai Kutainis, a Kayin, and typically their mother would make them a, a shirt, a Kutainis, Laivsha, they could wear it, and they'd be able to serve 
their own individual, the power of the the, the, the sorry the aisle of the Kohen Gadol, and also removing the kaf and machta from the Kodesh Hakodashim. Now we know there's some shkalim. Uvavachim serenalatzibar. He has to give it over to the tzibar, even though his mother bought it for him. Anytime you're doing avoid in the base of midrash, which is a tzibar building, it has to be yim serenalatzibar was given over to the tzibar. The gemara says pshita. Of course, once he gives it over to the tzibar, it should be fine. So the gemara says mad. The team out to say again shkalim days necha shemaloyim serenayafe yafe. Maybe he's not going to give it over. Believe shalim. It's his. It's his mother's. Kamashma no. He would give it over. We could we could trust that it will be given over to the tzibar. Yafa Yafa. Amru Allah Rabbi Shmo bin Pavi. They said about Rabbi Shmo bin Pavi, Sha'asala Imay Kutaina Shamea Mana. His wife made his mother sorry, his mother made for him a kutainas of a hundred mana. The life shav this yachid when the sarlat sibar. That he did it, he did the avoid the yachid, which is taking out the kaf and machta from the Kadashakdashim, and he gave it over the tzibar Yafa Yafa before he did the Avaida. So that's one story. So the Gemara says, like, you know, it's good Jews. Really? That's a good story. I'll give you a better story. Who's very wealthy, and we're going to get some agarata about him. Made out of uh, two, I'm sorry, which is 20,000 mana. That's how expensive it was. And not only that, his brothers, the Kahanim, didn't let him wear it. He looked like he wasn't dressed, he looked like he was naked. Where says Amimis Chaz? What do you mean? You could see through it. Va'amar Mar. We know from from uh, later on in, in Yuma, Chut and Kafel Shish to be six threads uh, woven together, and therefore it's impossible that it was see through. So Amar Abai Kecham Rabbi Mizka was see through, meaning that you would be able to see wine in a cup, not a clear glass like our wine glasses. It means you have a uh, cloudy cup, but you'd be able to see the wine. In it, so it, that that's how the Kohen Gadol's body was visible through this. Now, the only problem is that it was not seen. However, some of the poets can point out it seems like it would still be considered a beged. It's still called a beged. Now, who cares? So this came up when the mesh tzitzis came out. So Rav Vazner and Rav Balski both have chuvas about this, and they both talk about. It. They bring raya from this Gemara. What's the raya? It's a garment, even though you can see underneath it. So I think Rabelsky said said that's not true. The baguette itself, it it, it covered. No, no, it co- it covered the body. You could see through it because it was so it was so sheer. But when it comes to the mesh tzitzis, you're not seeing through the tzitzis. You're seeing the body. It's not even covering it. So I think the uh, the, the the more recent. Products are much thicker. There's very small holes. It looks like a basketball jersey, as opposed to when they first came out. It looked like you weren't wearing anything. Wicker yeah, wicker basket. So, uh, yeah. Another question over there was: it used to be polyester. Now it's made out of cotton. So uh, I forgot what uh, what the sock would be. You know, in, in this. But there's nothing more to rely on now with those mesh chitzes than the uh, than than the ones that when they originally came out. Ravazner's Truva and Rabelski in the '90s talking about it. Okay. Next. So it's appropriate uh, daf for uh, Arab Shulis. Tanarabana, you'll see why. Ani va'ashir v'rasha ba'anladin. What's going to happen is an ani, a poor person in an asher, a wealthy person in a Russia, so it's not like a joke, you know, these three people went to a bar, but it's, they're going to come to din, they're going to come to the bezan shamayla. And la'ani, to the poor person, they're going to ask him, they'll ask him, why didn't you learn Tyra? So if he says, I was poor, every day I was trying to make a living. They would tell him, 
where you you were in a you know a worse state than Hillel, and Hillel still learned Tyra. How do we know that? So Amalav Hillel Azakin, very well known Gemara. They said about Hillel Azakin, every day he would work. They did not support him. There's a famous Ramam on this. Why didn't they support Hillel? The Ramam Lashitasi holds that one should not take money to be able to learn Tyra. He brings a proof from Hillel. We actually had a raya earlier in, in, in the Masechta, the other way, from the, the Tashbates brought a raya that they would support the Kohen Gadol. So maybe you should support him Nicham as well. Either way, for some reason they did not pay, they did not uh, support Hillel Azakin. So what did he do? He used to work. He worked every day. He got a tropic, which is a half of a dinner. Now what did he do with this paycheck? He had to pay his dues to get into the base medrash. And half he gave to his family. Famous question. Don't we say, So it's, it's a famous question on this Gemara. Someone in the Talmud Torah is different. The Talmud Torah, you could give as much as you want. You could give your entire wealth to be able to learn Torah. Either way, he gave 50% to the member for his dues and 50% to his family. One day he couldn't find the Panasa. And the guard by the base minister did not allow him to enter. Allah, so what did he do? He went up. He went, he sat himself on the on the Aruba uh, means like a window, but the uh, the skylight. He was listening in to hear from Shmai Vavtalion. Amru. They said, they say what like this. I that day Arab Shabbos That day was a Friday. It was the middle of winter. And it snowed. And the next morning, every day we have light from the sun. It's dark. Maybe it's a cloudy day. So they looked up. The road must Adam Baruba. They saw it looked like a person there. They saw three Amas, probably an exaggeration, of Shelag. Piroku, they took off the uh, the snow from him, they bathed him, they put some oil on him, they put him next to the fire to warm up. Amru, they said, This person is this royal to be Machal Shabbos for. Rishonim asked if you Machal Shabbos for everyone, for every year. But uh, maybe they were Machal Shabbos, and we should have even been Machal Shabbos for Hillel. Interesting line that they used. Either way, this shows us that even if a person is poor, that this, this is the phrase, Hillel Mechayev Esaniyim. Hillel obligates those that are poor. They can't have this excuse. I don't have any money. You don't have a, you don't have a worse state than Hillel. And therefore, it's a taina. It's a, it's a, it's a argument against us that we should also be learning Tara. What if someone has the other other lot in life. Usher, he's wealthy. And he, he's going to say, I didn't have time. I, why didn't you learn Tyra? If he says, Usher, I was busy managing my property and taking care of my wealth. I didn't have time to learn Tyra. I'm going to say, Were you wealthier than Rabbi Lazar? And most learned means Rabbi Lazar ben Kharsum. That's why he mentioned this Kamara, because he would just mention his name with the, the big day kahuna that he wore. And how do we see he was wealthy? His father left him in a Yerusha, a thousand cities on dry land, a thousand ships in the sea. Yet every single day, he took his tuna sandwich to learn. He took his, uh, his uh, keli of flour on his shoulder for his mezainus. He didn't take no sushi, no nothing. He went to learn Tyra. One time, one of his servants, 
well, the servant didn't realize it was Rabbi Lazar Mincharsim, but it happened to be one of the servants who was working in one of the cities, one of the villages that he owned. by Angaria, he told him, "Okay, you get to work, buddy." And he didn't he didn't recognize that he was he is the boss. Amr Lahan, he told him, I'm begging you, leave me, I don't want to work. I'm going to go learn Torah. They say, no, they swore the name of Rabbi Lezim was him. We're not letting you go, you got to work. From that day on, he never saw them again. He said, and went to base matters. He did not spend his time, uh, you know, managing his, his property. He uh, probably outsourced it and delegated his work in order to learn Torah. So we see someone who's wealthy, there's this concept of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar is he obligates the Ashirim to learn Torah. Rasha, why didn't you learn Torah? Imam Murphy says, no, I was a beautiful guy, handsome guy, and I was busy with my Yitzhah. You, were you, uh, more beautiful than Yosef? She would try to seduce him with words. She never wore the same outfit. Every day she was ch- every within the same day she was changing. New things every day, fresh things. She told him, He listen to me, let's be together. He said no. I'll put you in jail. She said, I'll, I'll hurt you that you'll have a You'll be, you'll be bent over. He says, Hashem, so he gave kefufim. Harini misama sinecha, I'll blind you. Hashem, b'keach evrim. Nos noi elef kikbezel v'shmela. She had to bribe him to be with her. It wasn't a stam that uh, he had this yitzahar. She was begging him and, and doing everything in her power to get him to be with her. L'shmoye eleha, lishkav etzla. Lios ima, v'loi rach, l'shmoye eleha, lishkav etzla. Bo'elam azeh. And lios ima, as Rashi quotes, l'oilam haba. He didn't want to be with her in this in this world, and he didn't want to be with her in the next world. So Nimza, Hilo Machaivas Aniem, Rabelazar, Ben Kharsa, Machaivas Ashirim, and Yosef, Machaivas Rasham. So you see the Machaivas Rasham all to learn Tyrus. So just uh, tonight, you know, Shavuos night is a practice, the custom we have to, to stay up the entire night. And many people, you know, do a calculation if I would if I would learn maybe more in the afternoon and I wouldn't stay up. So maybe, you know, throughout the entire Shavuos, I'll have more time to learn. But I think the point is to show that uh, this is really what we want to be. It's not about how much you actually learn Shavuos night, you know, between the coffees and the cakes and shirim and sleeping a few minutes here and there. It's to show ourselves that this is, this is our life. This is our life, and we're going to drop everything else. We'll stay up the entire night. Without cheshbainas, ashiras, aniyas, rishayim, we're all going to be learning tonight. So uh, I think that that's part of the... Uh,